Welcome back to Speak Truth to Life with your host, Pam Osby, where we talk about a little bit of this and that viral videos and conversations that we um, that come out in society. And um, the viral video that went out a month ago, I can't believe it's been a month, Shanquilla Robinson was... Um, on a trip with her associates, people that she thought she knew. And since then, there's been a lot of interest in this story. There have been a lot of updates in this story. And so the latest is that an arrest warrant is issued for one of the individuals who uh, traveled with her to uh, Cabo San Lucas. Mexican prosecutors have filed charges against a suspect, the death of Shanquilla. Uh, as you know, Shanquilla, Shanquilla is a 25-year-old woman who died on October 29th while on vacation with six of her friends in Cabo San Lucas. Um, the Mexican authorities have not named the American woman they're um, trying to extradite. Uh, they confirmed it was one of the individuals on this trip. FBI is involved in an ongoing investigation. Of course, this is a hope, hopeful for the family. Um, and uh, all I can say is I just had so many questions about what has been happening for the last four weeks. Now, due to a lot of attention on social media and now some uh, media outlets are reporting it. Um, there are articles on time.com, Time Magazine, and I've seen the mom and the father on various outlets, uh, CBS, ABC. I'm not sure if they've been on NBC because I haven't seen, uh, I don't look at NBC a lot, but I do know that um, basically there's a lot of questions a lot of people have about this this situation and mainly because um this young lady um passed within 24 hours of being on this trip with her friends as i said earlier fbi charlotte field office opened an investigation and uh, as the mexican uh, prosecutors attempt to extradite the suspect um it's going to be a lot of forthcoming information so we're not going to have everything because it's an ongoing investigation i believe the police is not going to just say everything that's going on but some of the questions that i had while i was thinking about this story in the last four weeks i've seen a lot of um a lot of communication between some of the people who are known now as Cabo six which are the six individuals that uh, went on this trip with Shanquilla. And I've listened to a few of podcasts that had some of the individuals and some of these people that she called friends, uh, I know maybe their definition of friendship is different. Um, my definition of friendship is, is definitely different than theirs. And it's a different generational uh, difference there. One thing that really uh, got my attention, one of the individuals uh, on the trip, uh, another uh, female, I guess, friend, who basically said, Dijanae and 
Shanquilla were fighting and nobody got involved in the fight because quote unquote, you know, they fall back and, you know, that's between the beef is between Dejanay and Shanquilla. So nobody's going to stop the fight. <laughs> For me, it's kind of weird. I'm from an old school. Um, I've, I've never really had any situation closely resembling Shanquilla's. Um, when I was in college, a lot of my friends and I, we went to parties, people got drunk and people did stupid stuff. Never, never once did somebody do something stupid that resulted in them completely dying in the group that I hung out with. Um, and, and when I was at parties, I was at parties with, you know, young ladies and young men and none of my homeboys, uh, none of my friends or none of the individuals associated with me would allow or see me beat down like I saw this young lady get beat down. I know the generations are different and it's sad that they're so disconnected that they would say, well, you two are fighting, so I'm gonna sit over here, I'm gonna record it, I'm gonna post it, I'm gonna pass it on to others. I think that's the thing that's kind of um, startling me is the fact that, you know, while this was going on, a bunch of people were observing a crime being committed potentially, um, especially when it, when it came to her taking those heavy blows and she did not defend herself. And I know there's been a lot of speculation in this case, a lot of people saying that, you know, perhaps she had done something. I, I really don't, I would never go into that part because again, um, it's a big villa. Why couldn't people blow off their steam and go to different rooms and chill? And why did the young men in question sit there and just egg on the fight? I, I've seen the video a few times and it's just like, so you just going to sit here and watch somebody just basically get hurt and don't do nothing. And I think that's a, a sad thing to see in society. Um, although I'm not surprised, you know, I lived on the East coast for a long time, over a decade and things would happen out there on the train or the bus or somebody walking. Sometimes people try to intervene and they get hurt. Sometimes people intervene and they don't get hurt. These young people, I, I think I still believe in my mind that it was not premeditated unless the authorities tell me otherwise. I think these young people thought it was just going to be a, a fight. She was going to get up, go back to her bed. The other young lady was just going to feel like she got what she wanted to get out of herself, which again, I don't operate that way. I know the younger generation do things differently. I'm, <laughs> I ain't going to say I'm old school, but I'm, I'm not in that generation. So my generation of people, we, we didn't have what these young people have. We didn't have social media. We didn't rely on social media. We didn't um, have social media. You know, we we didn't we we barely had. When I was their age, I didn't even have a beeper. I mean, that's how old school I am. You know, I got a beeper much later after I got out of college. So you know, I'm several decades older <laughs> than these young people. But it is sad to me that nobody had the common sense and decency to try to stop, stop an assault from happening. I keep hearing reports where people said it was a fight. A fight is an equal thing. 
this was not equal. This was one person assaulting another person. So at the end of the day, I'm going to be updating you guys periodically, not a lot. I'm just curious to see what is going to happen. And um, I'm trying not to do any speculations at this point because we don't know everything. And um, I want to respect that family. They had a tremendous loss. Shanquilla was just laid to rest, um, you know, the last two weeks or whatever. And right now there's hope in the case and there's so much to discover. I hope that the parents get the justice that they that they deserve as a family because it's just disappointing to me that a young person, if they do have a disagreement with someone, because to me it, it boils down to conflict resolution. And it's sad to me that young people don't know how to do conflict resolution without being so violent. Like I said, when I was in my 20s, I didn't fight. I, I, you know, my behavior was pretty much, you know, I'm going to avoid conflict. And, and if I do have to deal with it, I'm not going to get into a fight. And I never did. You know, I never got into a fight as an adult. Um, and I know that probably sounds shocking to some people, but my mom raised me to be a critical thinker. And, and that has gotten me through a lot of serious situations that could have been, you know, terrible and tragic. Um, I definitely have had some uh, stressful and traumatic things happen to me in my life, but never done by a friend and never done in the way that Shanquilla had to experience. Uh, I think about how lonely that she may have felt at the end of her life in that house that she paid for, that villa she paid for, uh, allegedly she paid for the, the, the villa that they were all staying in. How disrespectful is it? You know, I was looking at a frame of the actual, um, the fight, like they have the stills and you see these two young ladies standing up and outside the window is beautiful water and in Cabo San Lucas. Mexico, the the weather had to be gorgeous. And 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 the only thing this young lady Dijanae could think about was hitting hitting on her friend. I, I feel that that's that's so crazy to me. I went on a cruise a couple you know months ago. If I'm going to a location to hang out, I'm not gonna spend my time arguing with nobody about nothing. Like, you know. I, I can't think of the last time I had an uh, argument, but <clears throat> I've had disagreements with family members and it never ended up where, you know, I'm about to get into a fight with a family member or a friend. You know, I practice listening a lot to people and they practice listening to me as well. We may not agree. We may be super passionate about what we believe, but at the end of the day, we're going to sit there and say, you know what? Okay, you got a point, but I don't agree fully with you. But when it comes to <clears throat> the way I was raised, because when I was a little girl, I saw a lot of violence um, in my community. I made a conscious choice as I got older. And I also am lucky that I was around uh, adults that were in church and adults that were positive. I was around mentors. I think a lot of these young people, I don't know how they were raised. I don't know 
uh, what they were exposed to. I don't know what messages that they received, but it's sad to me that this message of let's do mob action against one person, I, I don't understand that type of mentality because I wasn't raised that way. I wasn't exposed to that. In my community, after the age of 20 or 21, I was in college. And I went to college and I was experiencing a lot of stuff, but I specifically did not go around people who had fights, who were into to gangs. And, and I'm not saying these young people had exposure to that, but some urban culture that some of these individuals that was around her, they may have still been in that street life, I think. Some of them still had that grittiness of life where this is what they want to do is they, their reaction is to hit somebody. And Shanquilla was an entrepreneur. She wasn't a fighter. Her father said it so many times. She wasn't, ra she wasn't raised that way and she didn't carry herself that way. If you see all the pictures of her, she's like visiting, she's taking a cruise, she's uh, doing adventurous things, she's enjoying her life. And she did not look like she was the type of individual to get into those type of things. And her mentality was on business oriented stuff. I feel like these young people made a tragic mistake that they're going to be living with for a long time. And I'm not saying they won't be redeemed down the line somewhere, but it's a sad situation to have to end up from a, a tragic mistake if they had not lied. I don't know whose idea it was for them to not tell the truth to lie to the police, to lie to the doctors or whoever came out to that villa. Because if Shanquilla died from alcoholism, it was not reflected in her autopsy. There is a second autopsy being conducted, so we'll find out more. My thing is, why? Why would you have that type of mob mentality? Why would you lie? And why... Did you secretly come back to America and act like, I mean, I could, I, I don't think I could have left a friend that I came with and that they died and I just left them and took their belongings to their family and pretended everything was cool and that, oh, she died. She died from, you know, alcohol poisoning. I don't know who came up with that lie because they were all drinking. But there's a lot we don't know. There's a lot we don't know. And I'm glad the FBI is involved in this because they will get down to the bottom of it. And this won't be the last time we talk about Shanquilla, but I think it's a good, a good results the last couple of days, seeing that, you know, FBI is involved and the Mexican government is involved and they're trying to get down to the bottom of this. I don't want to see anybody get harmed or have to go into the legal system. But, you know, there are consequences. And this is something that, you know, my mom talked to me about growing up because my mom had to raise me without my father. He was not involved in my life. In my entire life, I already knew what to do because my mom, a woman of faith, really taught me to treat people well. And if things don't go right, you don't have to overreact and get emotional and get in, you know, go and do something completely uh, off, off, off the wall. Um, and I was never in the streets, 
I was always in a community where maybe my friends were, but I never got down like that. I never was riding in a car where somebody did a robbery. I mean, I never did anything crazy because I was busy writing, singing, being creative. Um, I think young people need to be guided. And this is a good conversation piece with the parents out there who, you know, trying to inform their young person to be safe and to have discernment and to know who to hang with and not. I mean, honestly, I read people all the time. I, I kind of try to get a feeling for a person. And if I see that they're kind of involved in things that I'm not, I'm not going to hang with them. And it's, it's about being responsible for yourself. And when you're in your 20s, you don't think like that. So I know these young people are just, you know, hanging out, having a good time. I'm hoping this was not a premeditated situation. I still have faith that these young people made tragic mistakes because when you're young, they have a saying young and dumb. Sometimes you're young and dumb. Sometimes you, you know, do things and, you know, I mean, I never did, but I, we see all these stories out here where young people um, drink, they go out, somebody gets killed. One person is alive, like the driver. So, you know, it, it happens. It happens. Things happen. So I'm hoping that the rest of these young people who were on this trip will, will now come forward to the authorities and do what they need to do to discuss what happened, their version what happened, and tell the truth. Because more lies is just, I mean, everybody is responsible for themselves, even if they did not cause the death of Shanquilla. So that's all I got to say. Um, in, in terms of this story, let's hope that there's a positive result. This is the biggest lesson of these young people's lives that they never thought they would have to deal with. They're dealing with social media backlash. Cause some of them, like I said, been on social media, talking, going back and forth. People, second thing is being doxxed. I don't know if you know what me being doxxed is, but there are individuals taking their information they look them up, they look up their address, their phone, and they're just like spreading it out on social media. That's doxing. But I wouldn't suggest anybody do that because you can give an address and it might be somebody else's address. In fact, I believe the address that was associated with one of these um, friends was incorrect. And a woman, I think in Connecticut or some other location, had to go back to social media and say, please stop contacting me. The address that you have been given out is not Dejanae Jackson. And, you know, because she's staying there with her family and her child. So um, just be careful. I, I personally, I would not be giving out nobody's phone number address. That's just, that's just crazy. <laughs> you know, be, be calm. Let the authorities do what they're supposed to do. In the meantime, I'm going to check you guys out in a few days. And hopefully, like I said, we'll have some some uh, other stories coming soon before we start our season three here on Speak Truth to Life. Thank you for being here and I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care of yourself and do something special for yourself. Peace.